morning and welcome to Tobin Talks. I am your host, Tino Hove, and today we are talking entrepreneurship, specifically uh, student entrepreneurship with Josh. Josh, I will butcher your, your full name. Can you please introduce yourself? No worries. Hi, Tino. Great to be here with you today. Uh, my name is Josh Zapperzan. Nice. Uh, Josh, give us a little bit of background on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm an entrepreneur by nature, by trade, I guess you can, you can call it. I graduated from the after school of business uh, back in December of 2016 and have kind of been my own boss uh, since and, and throughout as well. But um, yeah, I've built and sold a business. I've uh, built a few other startups. I've uh, led teams. I've worked with a lot of other entrepreneurs in helping to build their organizations. And uh, outside of that as well, within the Manitoba entrepreneurial ecosystem. I work as the venture coach at the Stu Clark Center for Entrepreneurship, which is um, I get the awesome opportunity to work with students across the entire university and help mm. coach them on building their ideas and bringing their ideas to life, whether that be from coming up with coming up with an idea or building a business plan, raising capital, whatever help they need. So I uh, love working with entrepreneurs, love helping others and, and building businesses and um, really enjoy the work that I get to do. For sure, man. So let's start with what you say. You say you're an entrepreneur by trade. I think that's a new concept. I don't think a lot of people under, like know what that means because entrepreneurship hasn't really been marketed as a career opportunity. Entrepreneurship's almost been that thing you do and you can't have a career. <laughs> you know. So, so- yeah, you know what? We a big message of ours at the Stu Clark Center is that you know what entrepreneurship is a career path too, and you might not recognize or realize the different forms of entrepreneurship or types of entrepreneurs there are. Whether you've got a small side hustle or whether you're an intrapreneur leading an leading a team within an organization and creating innovative change within an existing company. So there's so many different ways to be an entrepreneur. And I think uh, the most important piece is that, yeah, hey, you know what? Entrepreneurship is a viable career path too. And there's so many opportunities. I mean, you look at especially the world right now too, and the world needs leaders, innovators, creative thinkers, change makers. And uh, you you could almost even argue that there's never been a better time to start a business than now. And the world needs more entrepreneurs now more than ever. But um, yeah, entrepreneurship is is a fascinating career. It's a a, a dynamic job. It's uh, fun. And uh, yeah, so many many individuals I think uh, can value from not only just being an entrepreneur, but also just having an entrepreneurial mindset. And, and, um, and yeah, it's, it's a very cool thing to be able to say you are. For sure, man. Talk, talk to me about that entrepreneurial mindset. So you say a lot of individuals can benefit from having it. So like, what is it? What are the benefits? Let's, let's chat about that. Yeah, good question. And um, the first thing that I'll say is just this week on Wednesday, I did a webinar specifically about the entrepreneurial mindset. So definitely anyone listening, go check it out. It's recorded. It's on the Stu Clark Center website on our online resource section. But at the end of the day, when this word of entrepreneurial mindset comes up, it's really, it's this mode of thinking. If entrepreneurship is about creating ideas into opportunities and uh, building businesses, this mindset is really the thought process that helps you get there. And, uh, you know, being creative, being, being positive, being resilient, being accountable, um, not being, you know, afraid of failure and not having self-doubt and really believing in yourself, believing in what you're doing and, and having this really creative approach to thinking outside of the box, looking at things differently uh, and really being energized about what you're doing is, is really all all parts of this entrepreneurial mindset and um, all great skill sets and tools to have, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a leader within an organization and um, different traits that 
that you have, but really help you to, to succeed as an entrepreneur when, when you're in those roles. For sure. And you mentioned that there's been no better time to be an entrepreneur than right now. And you've also got experience coaching students in becoming entrepreneurship entrepreneurs, right? Um, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. So with the current situation, you know, employment is a, is a tough cookie, you know, mm-hmm. right now, you know, and a lot of students lost their jobs with restaurants being closed and small stores being closed and stuff like that. Um, do you want to unpack a bit about why, how, how being an entrepreneur right now could be of benefit to a student or how they can navigate that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know what, it's a challenging time right now for a lot of people. And uh, there's a lot of change going on within the workforce, uh, within the future of work and what entrepreneurship is and, and different career paths. But I think especially now that, yeah, you know what, there, it's a phenomenal time to be an entrepreneur. There's so many opportunities to create innovative things and to lead innovative change. And mm-hmm. you look at all the resources that are available within let's look at the Manitoba uh, entrepreneurship ecosystem too. And yeah, everything from the the free service of meeting with me and the venture coach, the Stu Clark Center to really helping build your business to, uh, you know, the League of Innovators, a not-for-profit organization across Canada that provides uh, youth with free entrepreneurial incubator and accelerator programs and resources, Northforge, Futurepreneur, MyTax, the list goes on and on. And there's so many amazing resources and support systems and uh, within the Manitoba ecosystem and community to help entrepreneurs too, and to support entrepreneurship and to help build businesses. I think there's, uh, uh, it's a great time to be an entrepreneur and there's so, so many great things that you can do as an entrepreneur right now. And given this time and given this world that we live in and you're starting to see people taking this approach with uh, this different mindset and this different way of thinking and looking at solving these problems day to day that we're facing from, you know, being forced to work from home or uh, whatever the challenges might be that that have changed over this past nine, 12 months. So uh, great time to be an entrepreneur. I, I truly do believe it. But uh, you could also argue that it's, it's always a great time to be an entrepreneur also. Sure. And I, I'm very interested to, to kind of shift to kind of student entrepreneurship um, in this kind of this conversation. So here's, here's, here's kind of the track that a lot of us fall into, right? It's you finish high school, you go to university, you do an internship, and then hopefully you stay with that company and then you find a job and then you work yourself up the corporate ladder. That's kind of the, the path, right? That's been laid out for a lot of students going in into school, right? And like you're saying, when you're emphasizing that entrepreneurship is a career opportunity and how it hasn't been viewed that way, like what's, what's the shift that's missing? Like how, how does a student change their mind, right? Because a lot of students are like, I want to be an entrepreneur, but I want the safety of a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no. And it's a fine balance. And you know what? I think it's different for everyone. And, and that's the first thing that I'll say is because especially with entrepreneurship too, not every entrepreneur is the same. Everyone has a different story. Everyone has a different risk tolerance. And uh, that's why too, just by by being open to trying new things, by having, by understanding, first of all, that entrepreneurship is a career path too. And that looks different for everyone, whether kind of like I mentioned earlier, it could mean, yeah, maybe you've got that nine to five secure job, but at the same time, you know, in the evenings or in the weekends, um, maybe you're starting a small side hustle or, or working on a passion project that you could produce revenue from. And yeah, there you go. There's a great op- entrepreneurial opportunity or kind of like I mentioned too, maybe you're a leader within an organization and you're taking these entrepreneurial mindsets and skill sets and, and creating innovative change within an organization. But I think that, um, yeah, it, it, there's so many opportunities from a, from a student perspective, but it all starts with awareness. It, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the great things that 
the Asper School of Business, for example, is doing super well is they've now implemented this new entrepreneurship course uh, a year or two ago that now all Asper students are taking or, or have to take. And they have a parallel course for non-Asper students to take uh, where it's all about learning about being an entrepreneur and, and, um, and what that's all about. So just to really to answer your question, I, th- I think it starts with awareness. It starts with a being aware that entrepreneurship is a career path too. And it looks different for everyone. There's so many different opportunities. And um, the other biggest thing too, is, is sharing stories from other entrepreneurs and hearing about their journey and, and their path, I think is what inspires a lot of other people to go and be an entrepreneur. So uh, yeah. being open to, to change, being open to networking with entrepreneurs or, or other individuals uh, and seeing all the great support systems that we have within this ecosystem and community really also helps to encourage, uh, encourage entrepreneurship. Sure. Now let's talk about the side hustle. You said there's different kinds of entrepreneurship and you could have a small side hustle and then you have a partnership. Now, how, how do you, so it's, so it's kind of um, trying trying to make it a little bit more understandable. So it's easy for you to decide whether or not you're going to be an accountant. You just take an accounting class and decide whether you get an F or an A, right? You're like, okay, I got an F, maybe I shouldn't be an accountant. <laughs> right? Now, how do you decide if it is, if your business idea is viable? So you've opened yourself up. You're like, okay, maybe I want to try this entrepreneurship thing. I've got a business idea, right? That I want to try out. How do you, t- how do you test and like kind of assess whether or not this is a viable opportunity for me to get into? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's an important question to address. Uh, the majority of businesses or, or most businesses that do fail, uh, it's because they haven't been able to validate their business in the market. And there, there hasn't been a market need that's proven. Um, entrepreneurship and business starts by solving a problem. It starts by finding a problem to solve. And I think when someone comes up with an idea, it's always about, okay, what is the root problem that we're trying to solve? And what's the solution that's best going to solve this problem? And then once you've kind of nailed down, okay, this is the problem I'm solving. This is the way in which I think it needs to be solved. It's about going out and validating that idea, talking to real people, real potential customers, getting feedback, not keeping it a secret to yourself and going going and talking to people about it, doing research research, looking at what is the competition doing? What are they doing that I can do differently? Uh, what have they tried to do that maybe hasn't worked? And, and really understanding this competitive landscape, this marketing landscape, this market landscape uh, from an industry perspective and uh, the absolute best way to test your to your business idea or to understand if it's going to work is by talking to people. And uh, it's, you know, it sounds simple and it is simple, whether it be through interviews or, or surveys, or just purely going in and talking to people, it's the absolute best way you're going to be able to prove that if your business idea is, is, uh, is worthwhile to continue to pursue. And then at the same time, you're going to collect some valuable feedback. And maybe from that feedback, you're going to hear this recurring theme of, Hey, maybe I should, I should change this a little bit and make a small pivot to make my business idea even better. Mm-hmm. So uh, super important to validate your business idea before actually taking a big leap forward and, and really launching. Uh, it takes the risk out of things. And uh, just going through that validation process too is, is such a great learning opportunity uh, for, for learning as well for you personally. Yeah, for sure. That makes so much sense. So, so pretty much you validate your idea by going out, talking to the market, doing some research, you know, finding out what other people are doing. Okay. Finding out like any gaps there and where you could fit in there. Right. Um, and, and the next question, and on that same line, I've seen this a lot. Um, and, and it's very, it's very easy for students to fall into this. Cause like as a student, like we you just study something and then it's a test and you're done. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So how do you stop from getting analysis paralysis, right? Where you're like, because you're studying the market so much, right? So you're like, okay, I've understood this market the same way I've understood like marketing 1010, all right? And now I'm done, I know, <laughs> right? Uh, no, you're, you're, you're totally yeah. right. I mean, founder's bias, as we call it, is so real. You get almost stuck in your own head that, and you know, everyone almost thinks to a point that they have the next Facebook idea or the next multi-million dollar idea, which, hey, you might, you, you absolutely might. Um, but just because you think so, it doesn't mean it will be or that it is. And mm -hmm. so just being honestly, the, the biggest piece of advice is just being open to feedback and, and taking, taking feedback in digesting it and really understanding, you, you know, maybe I make a pivot, maybe I make a change and, and not keeping things a secret. And, um, and yeah, there, there is a point of overanalyzing for sure. There always is. I mean, um, you, you know, I like to think that entrepreneurship and starting a business is, let's call it 97% execution and 3% strategy. At the end of the day, <laughs> you just got to go and do stuff. You got to get things done. Um, that's, that's what entrepreneurship is all about. And the only way you're going to learn if something's going to work or not is by, is by trial and error. Go talk to people, ask them questions, go back to them later with a new set of questions to get a different perspective. Try things, try a small little test pilot project. If, if, if you can to get more feedback or, or to try things, but you're going to learn so much more by just doing something rather than just researching and reading a textbook or, or reading stats. It's, it's about going out and actually doing something to validate the business and to prove that, um, that it's a viable op opportunity. For sure. And what should a person think about when they're deciding whether entrepreneurship is the career path for them? Like what are things you should, is there like a checkbox? You'd be like, okay, these are things I look for to decide whether or not I should, I should start going into this. Yeah, I think it's different for everyone. I really do. I think that the biggest one is obviously understanding that sure, there is a little bit of a risk tolerance uh, with starting your business. You're, you're maybe giving up a, an opportunity to have a, a steady income and a secure job. But, um, and that's going to differ for, for everyone. But essentially, at the end of the day, you, you just got to be passionate about what you're doing. And I know it's maybe overstated or, or you hear it all the time, but mm -hmm. you got to be passionate about your, what you're doing. You got to believe in yourself to execute. You got to believe in your business that you want to start. Um, and, and you know what? The biggest thing, too, that I always say from, from the perspective of starting a business is, you never want to force entrepreneurship. You don't want to force creativity. The second you sit down and say, oh my God, I'm graduating in two months. I, I don't want to go find a job. I want to be an entrepreneur. I have to think of an idea right now. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? You're now putting blinders on it and you're not going to be in your most creative self. It is okay if it takes five years to actually think of your idea and become an entrepreneur. You can be developing those entrepreneurial mindsets and skills prior to actually launching a business or coming up with an idea. So that concept of not forcing entrepreneurship, not forcing yourself to be an entrepreneur, but letting it also kind of naturally occur in the sense of when you do have an idea or you do see an opportunity or you do see a problem to solve, uh, then taking advantage of it and, and, and building the business around that. Um, so I think it's different for everyone. Obviously, risk tolerance is a big one, but also just being you know, passionate about what you're doing. And it starts with solving a problem. And uh, if you found a problem that you're passionate about solving, then go for it. Just jump, just do it. <laughs> just jump, just do it. <laughs> you sound like a Nike sp uh, spokesman. <laughs> just do it. That's so cool. Now let's, let's talk a little bit about, so you, so the resources on campus, of course, is this two clock center for entrepreneurship. And there's a couple of resources that are out there. Is it just a simple Google search to get these resources? Is there a, a website? 
the the best thing that I can say is umanitoba.ca slash entrepreneur. You're mm. gonna learn, you're gonna find the Stu Clark Center website. Part of our job and what we do at the center is is um, connecting people to this greater ecosystem. So we're here to be that connecting point, that connection to everyone else. So if you have questions about the ecosystem, come see us, uh, book appointment with me, come learn more. Uh, there's so many different opportunities in the ecosystem, but they're also for entrepreneurs that are at different stages. You know, everyone might, might not be ready or at a stage to go into one program versus another program. So it's about exploring where you're at, meeting with where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey and finding, finding the best fit. And, and that's what we will help you do at the Stu Clark center. And there's so many amazing opportunities and I'll put a plug in for on January 27th, we're doing a webinar about specifically the Manitoba entrepreneurial ecosystem. And it's, we're going to be interviewing all of some of our most key community partners and talking about what they do, what they offer to entrepreneurs and where they fit into the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be extremely valuable to learn about all of those different resources available. But uh, the easiest way, if you don't know, is come see us at the Stu Clark Center. We'll tell you, we'll connect you and, and we'll help you find your next step as, as growing as, as an entrepreneur in your entrepreneurial journey. For sure. Well, we, we've got uh, just a couple of minutes left. So I'll, I'll kind of round off with this. Why don't you, so you started a business when you were a student um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your personal entrepreneurship journey, key learnings, and what you what you'd like to pass on to other student entrepreneurs who are trying to, you know, make it make it out of this thing alive. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I started building my, I've always been entrepreneurial. I, both my parents are entrepreneurial and kind of grew up in an entrepreneurial household. So for me, it was always, um, I kind of always just wanted to be an entrepreneur and because uh, that's just kind of the, I guess the way in which I, I was brought up and, and what I, I had come to learn. So I would do things from a young age, just like organizing things. The, the first real kind of business that I started that was successful was a, a marketing and a digital marketing agency that I started part-time during while I was in school and really kind of grew that, uh, worked part-time on it to build it uh, within going to school and then grew that uh, substantially and, and, and did that at my first full year at a university. And that kind of evolved to, uh, I acquired a, uh, an apparel company and ran that, uh, built it for a couple of years and, and then sold it, had not, uh, which was a cool process to be a part of and, and something that I'm really, really proud about. Uh, I've uh, owned and operated a restaurant. Uh, I own an, a promotions company. I, I'm dabbling in the clean technology and renewable energy space right now in, in terms of uh, exploring some cool opportunities and um, dabbled a little bit in the tech space too. So I, I um, yeah, I love, I love looking at new opportunities and working with other entrepreneurs in terms of helping them bring their ideas to life. And it's inspiring to hear the stories of other entrepreneurs and hear these amazing creative ideas. And I think that some of the, the best piece of advice that I can, that I can give to entrepreneurs is, you know, just believe in what you're doing, be start early, bet on yourself, don't regret it. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's the world is built from founders. So just keep fighting, keep reiterating until you find something that works. And, uh, and you know what, just, just try, just, just start, whether it's small or big, just start and you'll learn so much more by doing than, than whatever any textbook can teach you. And so just that act of starting and trying and, and not being afraid to, to fail will, will get you so much farther down the road. I feel man. Josh, thank you so much for coming on. It's, it's been great. And, I, and I'm sure a lot of people have learned so much from, from kind of this conversation. And I uh, look forward to chatting with you some more in the future. Yeah, thanks so much, Tino. Happy to have, uh, have been on the episode. Thanks so much. For sure. And that's it for this episode of Tobin Talks.